Hi, I'm Chris Lamont, New South Wales Small Business Commissioner, and welcome to Talking Business. Today I'm speaking with Wally Mahana, CEO of Canterbury Bankstown Chamber of Commerce. Wally has headed up the chamber now for almost seven years and is one of the most passionate supporters of small businesses I've met. It's hard to go to southwest Sydney and not run into Wally supporting or promoting a small business. With small businesses facing many challenges at the moment, I wanted to ask Wally about how business in Canterbury-Bankstown are faring, what he thinks the future looks like and the particular challenges faced, and the future of industry representation and advocacy for small businesses, and the role that business chambers like his play. Welcome to Talking Business, Wally. Thank you, Chris, and it's a delight to be in your company. Well, you want to hear more about yourself and the role that you play uh, at the Chamber. No day would be the same, I imagine, but tell us more about what you do out there. Well, thank you, Chris, for the opportunity. For me as an individual, my role is not an office job. It's not from 8 to 5. For me, I take it as a 24-7. And yes, I still have to create a balance between family work and hobbies. Uh, I love my job because, first, being a local uh, connects me to the grassroots, connects me to my area, and I can understand the needs at once of the community that I belong to, hence why uh, creates more drive and energy for me through that through that role, uh, to be the voice, to be the advocate, to be the driver, to be the connector, uh, to be the ambassador, uh, and to be the person who is able to relate to the person on the other side that I can understand and feel their pain, feel their joy, feel their uh, their desire to be something in life, and and gives me pleasure and and a, and, a, and the gratitude to see that I am able. To help. So that's why I see my role as a doer, uh, walk the talk and, and, and a friend. You would see a lot of businesses start and then scale. You'd be with them along that journey and you would have seen many success stories and you would have seen some failures but I think it's important that we learn from failures. What's the best part of your role though? A quick example and a fresh example. I Part of the journey that we do, we meet a lot of people and obviously we always like to encourage entrepreneurial mindset and particularly the young generation. And I met a young person and uh, he reached out. He was sort of hesitated, not knowing where to go in his life kind of thing. But then he decided to start a business, a low mowing business. And then he reached out to me and said, well, look, uh, I need help, I need guidance, and I need support. And he said, you came to the right place. The chamber is there to help, to be that platform for you. How can I help you? I, will, I want to start a low mowing business and uh, establish myself and just want to go out there and just make things happen. What do I need to do? How can I go about making it possible? And then obviously you have to start a business, do the paperwork, do the registration. And then the next part is, do you have a digital platform? I said, why do I need it? Because today's world, you need to have that digital presence to be connected, to be able to share these stories and to be able to reach out to companies and let them know that you exist and start, you know, use technology and social media to your advantage. So we help them established that kind of thing. And then we went into the, uh, the, the, the paper, like the uh, flies perspective and the business card. So basically we made them equipped from A to Z in a simple way, but then he's ready, well equipped, and he's out there. And we gave him a complimentary membership with the chamber to set him up, give him visibility on the website. And now he's coming to his first networking event on Monday to network. And I will make sure that, make sure he's accompanied to introduce him to different people that he can be able to create the leads and hopefully convert them. So this is a successful story about the things that we meet on a day-to-day -day basis and hopefully convert them so they can be, you know, be successful in their journey. 
And I've been to your events. I, the last one I went to, there was a, a, a young lady there who'd started her photography business, marketing business, and it was her first chamber event. And you could see she was a little bit timid, but she got a lot of confidence, I think, by meeting people through your events. And Absolutely. probably a lot of leads, I Absolutely. suspect, too. Absolutely. Well, where it's often sort of perhaps not understood, the role of a chamber and the role of my office, but we very much collaborate on things. We're not competitors. We, we complement each other. Exactly. So do you want to talk about how, how that's worked for you? No, absolutely. Look, and uh, thank you, because you as a driver and as an ambassador for small business, Chris, you were the voice and you were the, uh, the point of contact for us to reach out to you for support and obviously tap into the, the, the mechanism and the, and the platform of a small business uh, commissioner. Uh, for us as a chamber, we are the platform. Uh, we are the platform to communicate, advocate, uh, promote, be the voice. We are the platform to bring people from all walks of life, like-minded people, so they can sort of relate, talk to each other, focus on building a relationship, and encourage them to do business together, to collaborate. So we are changing, we are changing the hearts and minds of people so they can operate in a way, not a singular, but will operate as a team. And at the same time, provide them with a voice because when we belong to a destination, I call it a destination because obviously LGA for us, we call it destination. Uh, and we try to help them and educate them in a way to believe in this, in this destination and advocate for it as an ambassador to live, study, work and do business. And imagine when we work collectively as a team, the wonders and the benefit and it's no effect of that kind of attitude. No, that's excellent. I want to change pace a little now and find out more about how you see the small business landscape in southwest Sydney. What are the specific challenges that businesses are facing out there? Um, and how you think probably the next six or 12 months might be, be for them? Look, I want to remain optimistic. And at the same time, we want to start by saluting every small business out there because these people, mums and dads and sons and daughters, they put their life on the line. They've got the house on the line, they've got their family time on the line, they've got even their personal and self-esteem, their mental health, everything on the line. And you've got to ask the question, why? Well, they're because they believe in the vision. They believe on being entrepreneur. They believe in being something in life meaningful and they want to make a difference and they, want to, they believe in a journey that take them somewhere. And with this kind of attitude, you can only salute these people and be, be grateful. And we need more of that kind of attitude. Unfortunately, COVID put a lot of pressure across the boards and particularly small business. Now, the promise was, let's work, stay together, hold on, and then hopefully after COVID, we can sort of have a break and just see the light at the end of the tunnel. But unfortunately, the current economical circumstances with the inflation, with the, with the price uh, factor that's taking place, with that kind of thing, it's added more indirectly. It's like we've got a pandemic by default, mm -hmm. but call it something else. So there's no breezer. Uh, and I think small business are feeling the heat mm -hmm. and are feeling the pressure. So as much incentive we need to provide to small business, will be fantastic nothing this is where government at all levels need to ask the question or let's swap the question for me as a small business why do i need to be in business what's my incentive mm. well then i think this this is the question that government need to answer and for us as a chamber of commerce we can only be that platform to be the voice to be the advocate and to help as much as possible that small business be seen tell their stories and support them so with that it's actually a really good point that you make and when I talk to small business, they often don't differentiate between the levels of government. Possibly the ATO might be in its own sort of category. I often say that the ATO has a special place in the hearts and minds of small business. But 
what do you think all levels of government should do, could do to support small business? I think the main thing is we need to have a, a proper coordinated, coherent approach. And we need to talk to each other because sometimes the left don't know what the, what the right is talking to, you know, I mean, from a hand perspective. And I think if you can have a single point of communication, that will be ideal. And hence why I bring back to the Small Business uh, Royal Commission. I think all level of governments, they need to come through you uh, to place all their energies, all their uh, support measures, any kind of package they have need to come through one single line. If we can, if we can adopt this approach and make it known and communicate that to every single business out there, I think then at least we can make sure that that communication is well received and then well uh, adopted. No, that's, that's good advice. Thanks, thanks, Wally. Chambers are a funny thing. So there are about 200 odd chambers across New South Wales. Not all of them are as big and active as yours because you, you have some very big events with 500 plus people that attend. If someone had never heard about a chamber before and you had to give the elevator pitch, which I'm sure you've done many, many times, what would you say to convince them to join a chamber? Look, I, create, I give them a sense of reality first. I give them an opportunity to be in the room and feel the vibe and feel the energy. And in a journey, you don't need to be on your own. You need to be part of a group that supports you, backs you up, and provides you with the indirect mentorship and advice and support mechanism. And at the same time, what we do in Chris, we are changing hearts and minds of people so they can believe in themselves and they focus on building a relationship. Switch from sales attitude to focus on building a relationship because that's the meaningful platform and roadways that will allow you to win hearts and minds and build trust and at the same time generate loyalties. So for us as a chamber, we're going to be the best body for that person to help them, guide them and steer them in the right direction. So it's a level of peer support too, really, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. So learn from each other, potentially meet a, a, another contractor or supplier. Absolutely. So. And we build in team attitude. Chamber of Commerce is a platform to build team attitude. We build in a family concept uh, in the real sense because that's how we can back each other and that's how we can support each other. How is your membership base evolving? What are you, what are you seeing? So we're seeing a change in, in, to some extent, the demographic of small business ownership and operators. Are, are you seeing that in your membership? Look, that is a change. And I think uh, at the moment there's a focus on encouraging uh, learn a trade concept, a tradies to be sort of, you know, embrace the trade concept. But what we're trying to help as well is to add the entrepreneurial mindset to that role. Yes, you, you are a tradie and you're starting, but then have an entrepreneurial mindset attached to it, then that person feel and dream big and start uh, energize themselves to be not just that one person, but then uh, dream to be a big company and employ people. So Wally, supporting you at the Chamber is a, a board of directors um, who have considerable experience uh, in small business and Absolutely. business as well. Can you tell us a bit more about them? Absolutely. Look, any journey is about team effort. And for me as an individual, yes, I am the face and the front, but I'm, I'm surrounded by an amazing dynamic engine room, which is the board. And they all like-minded people. And from day one, when we help facilitate for that board, we made sure there's key strength. We've got the educational arm, which is represented through Western Sydney University. We've got the vocational arm through TAFE New South Wales. And we have legal, we have many, uh, different representation, medical. So we brought selection of different industry to be at that board so they can be energised and work there as a team and put their skills, their capabilities, their thoughts and their energy into something meaningful, which is a chamber. 
And it's my role to make sure facilitate for the energy to go out there and create that benefits for the members. So it's a skills and an industry representative board, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and they're, they're active in the events they as well? They are active and they always uh, at the forefront connecting with people and serving their role as an ambassador. Yeah, and that would uh, flavour the activities that you do Absolutely. and the work that you do. Absolutely. So you mentioned, we've mentioned events. Um, uh, I've been, I think, to about six or so of your events uh, in my time as Commissioner. What are the big ones coming up for you over the next, say, four to six weeks? Well, the, the, uh, the first one we've got is on Monday the 15th. We are showcasing Western Sydney International Airport. And as you can, obviously it's well known that Western Sydney International Airport is something, a huge project coming to Western Sydney. It's going to change uh, and it's going to create huge impacts from a growth and benefits to the, uh, to the Western Sydney in general. And we are very fortunate and very lucky in a way that we've been given this opportunity to provide a showcase. And hence why we invited the leadership team uh, with Simon Hickey as the CEO uh, to be able to come and talk to the audience. We've got 500 guests across the board from different brands, uh, even representation from outside Australia, uh, Saudi Arabia, Qatar, uh, Turkey, uh, Greece, uh, and even Italy. And everyone is interested to learn and hear about the airport and how it's going to affect and how it's going to elevate West Sydney. So this is a big event and I feel uh, this is the kind of colour events that we love to be a part of as well to make sure that we can remain vibrant and dynamic. And after that, what's the next one? The next one we've got the Youth Expo. And again, uh, we're not just about business, we are about community initiatives. And the Youth Expo is about helping our young generation, particularly in the age from age 14 to 25, to assist them and, and provide that navigation and a platform to know where to go for this future. So we've got about stakeholders from all walks of life, whether it be vocational, educational, uh, mentorship, apprenticeship, even a gym, even kind of charity. So 360 degrees platform. And the platform is open, or the event is open for young generation, along with mum and dad as well, because we want to be able to provide the parents to ask questions and people who have the qualification and the caliber to give them the right answers. And hopefully that Youth Expo will be the first one uh, uh, after COVID that we, we plant in the seed, and hopefully that will be, become a, a signature event for every year. And that's at the Western Sydney University Bankston, Bankston City, City Campus. Campus. And yep. again, Bankston City Campus is a Western Sydney University is a brand new. And we are very grateful to Western Sydney University because we work closely with them. So they've granted us the opportunity to host the Youth Expo at their facility mm -hmm. and indirectly give the community a chance to come and experience and walk through the, uh, the site. And that's on the 27th of May. It's a Saturday the daytime. Yep. No, that's excellent. I think it's, it's probably not often understood by young people doing an apprenticeship or training that they're going to have to operate their own small business at some point because that's the logical um, progression. You finish your trade, um, you're in the construction industry, a healthy percentage of those apprentices will start their own business within five years of completing an apprenticeship. And this is where the entrepreneurial mindset plays a role, uh, Chris, and that it's important that encourage our young generation to dream big and believe in themselves. And, but at the same time, we as an institution, organisation, make sure that we can guide them to follow the right path. Yep. Well, the Canterbury Bankstown Chamber of Commerce website, I encourage people in South West Sydney to keep an eye on that website for upcoming events, find out about membership. Well, before we, before we wrap up today, I want to know more about you though, because like I said, there's very <coughs> few people 
that I've met in my time in this role that have a stronger passion for small business than you. Where did it start? There there must have been a defining moment in your life where you said small business and the people in small business is where I want to focus my attention. Look, for me, I see small business as the pulse, the heart of local communities, of local CBDs. When you you go to visit different CBDs, there's a unique structure, unique characteristic, unique strength. And this is where small business of that area provide that. So they are the source. And for me, as an individual and being local, I felt like there gotta be a platform that can energize that local theme, that local empowering uh, flavor and strength and elevate it. But what's more important is that make sure that connect them together with the other CBDs. So basically we put in a puzzle together and imagine when you put the puzzle, you've got a nice image, a nice, nice frame and nice sort of thing. But for me as an individual, uh, being a migrant, I came to this country and I feel uh, I needed to pay back as well uh, to this wonderful place. And I felt uh, the chamber is an ideal place and an ideal mechanism that allows me as an individual uh, to create not just legacy for myself, uh, I'm not interested, but I'm interested to create that platform and allow people to feel the benefit of it. Well, the, the businesses in Southwest Sydney are very fortunate to have you, Wallace, and thank you for everything that you do for them. And I thank you for your leadership, Chris, and for your friendship as well. No, pleasure. Um, that was Wally Mahana from the Canterbury Chamber of Commerce. Um, I'd like to thank Wally again for participating today and encourage listeners to have a look again at the, the, uh, the Bankstown Chamber of Commerce website. I'm Chris Lamont. Thanks for listening. We'll return soon with another episode of Talking Business. 